Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you for your word in our lives. Thank you for your love and your kindness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the beauty of the Spirit. Thank you for your glorious word prevailing in our lives, making us what it talks about. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We walk in the light of your word and we are growing and increasing in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 17. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 17. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say Amen. Hallelujah. It says, Wherefore be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So what is the will of the Lord? The will of the Lord is that you be filled with the Spirit. Glory to God. The will of the Lord is that you should be filled with the Spirit. The will of the Lord is that I should be filled with the Spirit. Blessed be God. Now, we have Christians who believe that they, they are not supposed to be filled with the Spirit. Well, what does it do for me? Is it necessary? I mean, I thought this was, it, it is for pastors and church leaders. Praise God. Well, the, the Bible didn't say, Dear pastors, be filled with the Spirit. Dear church leaders, be filled with the Spirit. Dear healing ministers, be filled with the Spirit. That's not what the Bible said. The Bible is, the Bible is talking to you. This is... The Spirit of God speaking through the Apostle Paul to the church. So it's for every believer. As long as you are a child of God, this word is for you. This instruction is for you. Hallelujah. It says, Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. So you ought to personalize the word. You ought to make the word of God yours. You ought to see the, the word as God speaking to you. And you personalize it and you lay hold on it and you take hold on it you receive it you walk in it praise god you take it with you to see that the word of god is happening in your life glory to god so it's something that you ought to look forward to seeing the result in your life this is one way you're gonna walk in the light of the world this is one way to have the word of god manifesting in your life this is one way to see the word of god producing fruit and result in your life hallelujah so are uh, you gonna learn to walk on the world you're gonna learn to stay on the world praise god so the word of god is not to some specific folks per se but it is for you as a child of god Hallelujah. As long as you have the Spirit of God in you, you are a child of God. What does it mean to be a child of God? To, what it means to be a child of God is to be born of God. To be born of the Word. 1 Peter 1.18 Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed, by the Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Hallelujah. So you are born of the ever-living Word of God. Praise the Lord. John chapter 3 verse 6 you are born of the spirit glory to God so this is the new birth when you receive the gospel when you believe the gospel this is what happened to you at salvation you were born again you were born of the spirit you were born of the word praise the living Jesus Christ this is what happened to you at salvation and when you believed and you were saved the Bible says you received the indwelling of the Spirit so the Spirit of God came to indwell your heart the Spirit of God came to live in you now 
you need to understand that there are two aspects to salvation there is the legal aspect there is the vital aspect praise god the legal aspect is what happened to jesus christ on the cross when he died for your sin when he paid the price for humanity when he paid the price for the whole world this was the vital aspect then, then this was the legal aspect then we have the vital aspect was what happened at the resurrection so what happened with the le- uh, le- vital aspect is that you were born praise god you were saved so that you can be born so the lesser is included in the greater hallelujah so you are born again this is the new birth and that is why the bible calls jesus you know there's um they call jesus the only begotten son this was jesus christ walking on earth when jesus was born in flesh when god came in flesh incarnated christ so he was called the only begotten son so apart from jesus christ before his death and resurrection jesus was the only son there was no other sons jesus was the only son so he was called the only begotten of the father hallelujah but at the resurrection or after the resurrection jesus was called the firstborn from the dead the word firstborn in the greek it means it's the word prototokos okay it, it means a prototype a prototype hallelujah now what is a prototype a, a prototype is is a picture a vision or an idea a product of what will be produced of multiple or millions of billions of what we produce for example with every product that you see today every idea that you see today they once had a prototype a prototype is what the company brings to the investors and said this is what we want to produce this is the idea we have and we want to produce something like this so the investors look at it and when they are cool with the idea they give the go ahead that is the shareholders those who have the say in the company so once it's approved they produce millions of it so the coca-cola bottle that you are drinking has a prototype something that is the original product okay so they produce billions of the exact product of it nothing lesser nothing greater hallelujah so in the resurrection of jesus christ jesus christ is the firstborn from the dead hallelujah now in his resurrection there are millions and billions of resurrection which we are today as children of god so this is why after his resurrection he's called the firstborn now that doesn't mean that his firstborn the secondborn no means that in this prototype there will be millions billions of more product like this so just like jesus christ being called the first son you also are a son hallelujah so because you have the spirit of god in you by the virtue of the new birth you are a son of god because the holy ghost lives in you glory to god glory to god open your bibles to romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 From verse 16, Romans chapter 8, verse 16, the Spirit itself bearded witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Hallelujah. The Spirit. Now, the old King James says the Spirit itself, all right, it ought to be the Spirit himself. Praise God, because a person is not a thing. Hallelujah. So, the Spirit himself bearded witness with our spirit that we are the children of God hallelujah so you are a child of god because of the spirit of god in you praise the lord praise the lord galatians chapter 4 galatians chapter 4 from verse 4 galatians chapter 4 verse 4 But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth a son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of a son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son, and even son, there and heir of God through Christ. Hallelujah. 
So it says, because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you are a son by the virtue of the new birth. Irrespective of your gender in the natural form. Now, of course, you know you are born of daddy and mommy based on your natural form. So we have the female and we have the male. Hallelujah. But talking about the spiritual birth, the birth, the being born again, you know, what it means to be born again, it means to have another father or to have a father from outside the flesh. You have, a, an, uh, you have an earthly daddy, you have an earthly mommy. Praise God. That is a natural state. That is a natural birth. Praise the Lord. But for you to be born again, you need a spiritual father. Hallelujah. So this is why he said that God has sent forth his God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Haba, Father. So you now recognize God as your father. You are awakened to the fatherhood of God. Glory to God. So as long as this new birth is concerned, whether you are a male in the natural or a female in the natural, you are a son of God. So you don't call yourself, I'm a daughter of God. No, you say you are a son of God. Why? Because you are born in the likeness of Jesus. Hallelujah to that. Glory to God. So we are born in the likeness of Jesus. We are born in the life, in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we are recognized as God's children and we are waking to the fatherhood of God because the Spirit of God lives in us. This is why he said the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am a son of God. You are the son of God. Why? Because the Holy Ghost lives in me. Because I have the Spirit of God in my heart. Hallelujah. So God is my father and I am his son. God is your father, you are his son. Hallelujah. Glory to God forever. Praise God. So this is the new birth. Hallelujah. Now let's look at two scriptures concerning the new birth. John chapter 3. John chapter 3. An amazing and powerful scripture. John chapter 3. You see, when you know this truth, it will alter the course of your life. There's a way you think. There's a way you talk. There's a way you see yourself. Hallelujah. And now, then you understand why he says, be filled with the Spirit. Because you're going to think to yourself, am I going to, you know, have a multiple experience of the Holy Ghost coming inside of me until I'm filled? No, no, no. What God does is once. Okay. And what he does is perfect. He has done everything needed to be done. You have the Spirit, you have the Spirit. The Bible says, of His fullness have we received grace for grace. So you have the Spirit complete. He didn't give you half. He didn't give you half measures. No, God gave in full measures. Hallelujah. So I have the Spirit of God in full. You have the Spirit of God in full. So what does it mean when He says we feed of the Spirit? That is what we're talking about. And you're going to get there. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus Christ. Amen. John chapter 3. Verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of God, except a man have a parent outside the flesh, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So the question is, have you seen the kingdom of God? Yes, if you are born again, you have seen the kingdom of God. Because you cannot see the kingdom of God until you are born again. So to enter the kingdom of God is to be born again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible says he has translated us out of, the, out of darkness into the kingdom of his son. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have entered into his kingdom. Glory to God. Verse 4, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born again, be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Now you see, Nicodemus, the natural man, thinking Jesus is referring to the natural being. Then Jesus said to him in verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I said unto thee, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, water and the spirit are the same, okay? It said, a man is born of water, which is the spirit. Praise God. Now, verse 6, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, 
that which is born of the spirit is spirit praise god so we have the natural bed we have the spiritual bed hallelujah so the spiritual bed is the new birth. that is what it means to be born again to be born of the spirit if you are born of the spirit then you have the spirit of god and what the spirit of god has is what you have hallelujah say i have what the spirit of god has say it again i have what the spirit of god has hallelujah what belongs to the spirit belongs to me what belongs to the spirit belongs to me glory to god you're gonna learn to personalize the word of god what belongs to the spirit belongs to you glory to god ezekiel 36 ezekiel 36 oh glory 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 hallelujah ezekiel 36 verse 26 Ezekiel 36, 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgment and do them. Hallelujah. He said, I will put my spirit within you. This was God talking prophetically to the prophet ezekiel concerning the new birth which we just saw in john chapter 3 hallelujah so god putting his spirit within you is the new birth glory to god hallelujah so that is the new birth so by the virtue of the new birth every believer has the spirit of god in them glory to god so when the apostle said be filled with the spirit is talking to everyone that has the spirit of god in them you can be filled with what you don't have so if i have the holy ghost i can be filled with the holy ghost glory to god it's uh it's a norm for me it's a lifestyle i'm called to live to be filled with the spirit you can be filled with the spirit every child of god can be filled with the spirit hallelujah all they need to know is the word of god all they need to know is how all they need to know is what they have in them hallelujah and you're going to find yourself walking in the supernatural by the holy ghost the supernatural is a norm for the christian we don't struggle to enter it Praise God is our natural life because we are born in the supernatural. Hallelujah. We live in the supernatural. We see in the supernatural. We talk with the supernatural. This is our norm. Hallelujah. We are, we are not given to our senses. We are not given to the reins of logic. No, 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 sir. <laughs> we are given to the supernatural because we are born supernatural. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So that is the life is calling you for. It says be filled with the Spirit. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now something happens after the new birth, which is called the baptism of the Spirit. The baptism of the Spirit. Now what does that mean? Now when you receive the Spirit at new birth, that is the indwelling, when the Spirit of God indwells your heart, Confirming you are the son of God. That's what we call the baptism of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Now, go to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. Verse 49. Luke 24, 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem, until ye be endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. Now, this was Jesus speaking to the disciples, the apostles, after his resurrection. He says, tarry, that the promise of the Father may be sent unto you. He says, tarry. Ye in the city of Jerusalem, until ye be endured with power from an eye. Praise God. Now, why was this necessary? Now, of course, this were the apostles. Now, you know, the apostles saw Jesus Christ 
died on the cross. They saw what happened. They were high witnesses to everything that happened. This was why they were able to write the synoptics, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They saw everything that happened. Praise God. They were aware. They saw it at the resurrection. The Bible said John was there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So they saw. Hallelujah. So until the resurrection of Jesus Christ, they were not born again. Hallelujah. Until the resurrection, they were not born again. They only saw what happened that Jesus Christ died. Hallelujah. The Bible says they believed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But there's something needed to happen. Now the Bible says after Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, he spent 40 days teaching them about himself. Teaching them about himself. Hallelujah. Now in verse 44 of Luke 24, now this is a, this is a long story, okay? You're going to have to um, study for yourself. You can study Luke 24. The Bible says Jesus saw two disciples who were walking and were discussing about Jesus Christ, you know, how, how amazing things he had done when he was on earth, you know. And the Bible says Jesus Christ met them and he says, who are you talking about? And he says, oh, have you not heard? Are you not part of the city? They say, oh, he, he, he acted like he didn't know. It was like, what's that? So he talked to him about like, Jesus Christ. Oh, he did mighty things. He did this, he did that, you know. And the Bible said, and the Bible says, in verse 44, that Jesus began to explain things to them. And in verse 44, he said unto them, these are the words. Now, this was like I said, we don't have time to explain that, okay? Maybe at some other time, I'm going to do a teaching on this, praise God. But, like I said, paraphrasing what I just explained, okay, that Jesus Christ was teaching them about himself, okay. Now, the main statement that concerns to this message is what I want to focus on, praise God. Verse 44, and he said unto them, these are the words which I speak unto you while I was here with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophet and in the Psalms concerning me. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Now, how did Jesus Christ open their understanding? By explaining himself. Praise God. By explaining himself from the law of Moses in the prophets and in the Psalms. So when you go to the law of Moses, you're going to find Christ. When you read the writings of the prophets, you're going to find Christ. When you read the book of Psalms, you're going to find Christ. So Jesus Christ explained himself. So after Jesus Christ explained himself to them, the Bible said their understanding was opened and they understood the entire scriptures from Genesis to Malachi. Praise God. So how does understanding comes to a child of God? By the explanation of Jesus Christ. So this is why the apostle Paul prayed. In Ephesians chapter 1, we read that last week when we read on the Pauline prayers. Ephesians 1 from verse 16 down to 23. When the Apostle Paul began to pray, he says, I pray that the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being what enlightened. So, we are enlightened, we have understanding when we have the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good. So, then, then, then open ye their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Verse 46. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. So, he says, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at jerusalem and ye are witnesses of these things so they have witnessed everything that happened to jesus christ so he says they should go and preach what the gospel but then he said before you go and preach the gospel there's gonna be something that you need to receive there's gonna be something that you need to take from the holy ghost so this was why he gave them the instruction and says and behold i send the promise of my father upon you but tarry ye in the city of jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high hallelujah glory to god so 
there is something that's got to happen to them for them to be effective in the preaching of the gospel there's something that's got to be that has got to happen to them for them to be alive to the gospel for them to function effectively in ministry so this helps us understand that a believer who is not functioning by the spirit can be effective in ministry it takes the spirit of god to be to be effective in ministry hallelujah it takes the spirit of god to be effective in ministry because it's a spiritual call it's a spiritual assignment the gospel is a message of the spirit and you can't be effective in the gospel without the spirit of god without functioning in the spirit of god hallelujah so he said tarry praise god now go to Acts chapter 1 verse 8 are you still there praise god Acts chapter 1 verse 8 acts chapter 1 verse 8 but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me in jerusalem and in judea and in samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth hallelujah but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you now the question is this like i said they are born again now now in luke 24 it is obvious that they are born again at that point praise the lord but jesus christ said there is something that ought to happen to you hallelujah he says they will receive power after the holy ghost has come upon them now what this statement means because uh, the word receive here is the greek word lambano it means to take from something praise god it means to take from what has been given so the spirit of god has been given hallelujah so when he says you shall receive power after the holy ghost come upon you the word receive power means to take from what has been given so the holy ghost has been given already they have the spirit of god in them the indwelling of the spirit so what it means by you shall receive power is that they will take power from what the spirit gives they will take power from the spirit they have the spirit of god on their inside so they're going to take power from the spirit of god within them do you understand now you're going to find that happening praise god now how did it happen acts chapter 2 just flip your bible acts chapter 2 and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and they appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave utterance. praise the lord they were filled they were all filled with the holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance filled it means they were furnished they were supplied there was an overflow praise god they were inundated with the holy ghost hallelujah they were furnished with the holy ghost so the holy ghost dwelling in them furnished them he supplied them with something praise god he supplied them with something so what did the spirit of god supply them with the bible says he gave them utterance then they spoke so he supplied them utterance and they spoke in other tongues praise god so being filled with the spirit is a vocal expression hallelujah praise god so one of the signs or evidence that you are filled with the spirit is that you'll be found speaking praise god you'll be what you'll be found speaking hallelujah praise god and this is why in, in this act chapter 2 the bible says that the, the people heard him speak in tongues some heard him magnify god in their language and all that now look at verse 13 others mocking said these men are full of new wine praise god praise god <laughs> others full of new wine but peter standing up with eleven 
lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken unto my word. For these are not drunken. Now pay attention because we're going to link this with Ephesians chapter 5, which we just read. When he said, Do not be drunk with wine, when in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Praise God. <laughs> Alright, okay. But these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing as sin it is, but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Now, what did Joel said? Verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days, said the Lord, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and my hands may would I pour out in those days my spirit of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. A made mention of prophecy twice. Vocal expression. Praise the Lord. Vocal expression. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says in verse 4, it says, They were all filled with the Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. This shows all that tongues is for every believer. Hallelujah. Everyone who believes in Jesus should speak in tongues. We find that in Mark 16 15. Praise God. Mark 16 15. Hallelujah. When you look at Acts 2.38 also, uh, go to Acts 38, this same Acts to where we are in, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Spirit. You see that now? Praise the Lord. When you believe the gospel, you shall receive the gift of the Spirit. So the Spirit of God is a gift. It's a gift to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the living Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, back to verse 17, where we saw the word prophecy. It says they will prophesy after the Spirit of God is poured out from their spirit. They will prophesy. Praise God. So, when you receive the Holy Ghost, the things of the Spirit lies within you. The things of the Spirit lies within you. Now, remember I said that the Spirit of God furnished them with something. You see that? Now in verse 4, the Spirit of God of Acts 2, which we are reading right now, the Spirit of God furnished them with what? With utterance and they spoke, they speak with other tongues. Praise the Lord. So, Peter explaining this said that it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I will pour out of my spirit. Now there's something which the Apostle Peter said here, which the prophet Joel didn't say. Go to Joel chapter 2. Quickly. Quickly. Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 2. Verse 28. Joel 2 28. And it shall come to pass afterward. That I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. You see that now? I will pour out my spirit. This is what Joel said. I will pour out my spirit. I will pour out my spirit, right? Now, go back to Acts 2, 17. And it shall come to pass in in the last days, said God, I will pour out of my spirit. Now, the difference is that Peter added off. Joel Joel said, I will pour out my spirit. Peter said, I will pour out of my spirit. Now, why did he say, I will pour out of my spirit? Because the spirit had been poured already at the new bread. So, he said, I will pour out of my spirit. Where is the spirit where he will pour out of? The spirit is in the believer. So, you have the spirit. Praise God. So, what would pour out of is what we saw here. He says, and they shall prophesy. So what pours out of the spirit within you is prophetic words, prophecy. Praise the living Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is I said the spirit of God furnished. You said they were filled with the spirit. So meaning the spirit of God furnished them. It supplies them with something. Praise God. And they speak. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, to be filled with the Spirit is to release words from your spirit. That is to prophesy. Now, it, now being filled with the Spirit is not limited to prophecy alone. But prophecy is, um, is um, 
is uh, one of the easiest significance. Okay, it's 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 one thing that every child of God should walk with in walk in. Every child of God should walk with the gift of prophecy. Every child of God. Hallelujah. Every child of God. Praise God. Amen. Because because after you are filled with the Spirit, what happens is that you are found speaking. Praise God. Let's look at that. Acts chapter 4 verse 8. Acts chapter 4 verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and headers. Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said. You see that now? Acts 4.31. Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were filled, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they speak the word of God with boldness. They were all filled and they speak. Hallelujah. Acts 13. Acts chapter 13. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Acts chapter 13, verse 9. Acts 13, verse 9. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and said, Praise the Lord. Acts 13, 52. Acts 13, 52. And the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Ghost. Look at the next verse, that is verse 14, verse 1. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together in the synagogue of the Jews and so speak. Hallelujah. So, what follows the infilling of the Spirit is that words will be spoken. Be it prophecy, they are words by the Holy Ghost inspired by the spirit of god hallelujah first corinthians 14 first corinthians chapter 14 hallelujah first corinthians chapter 14 From verse 1, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gift, but rather that ye may prophesy. You see that now? Follow after charity and desire spiritual. Spiritual there means the things of the spirit. Praise God. But rather that ye may prophesy. So, we can say like this, desire to prophesy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Desire it. You should want to walk in prophecy. You should want to prophesy. Speak words by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, let's go back to our foundational scripture. As we now walk in the light of it, since we understand everything that has been said, hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Are you there? Ephesians 5 18. Are you there? And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, how? It says, now, the book of Acts, all we saw in the book of Acts were eyewitness accounts. Praise God. What we saw in the book of Acts, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they speak. Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said, praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Filled with the Holy Ghost and said. Now, after Acts chapter 2, they were times where we saw them filled with the spirit of god filled with the holy ghost but then you see 
We cannot use the book of Acts to teach how to be filled with the Spirit because it was an event. Praise God. And that is why the Apostle Paul in the epistles taught how it happened or how you can be filled with the Spirit. Because if you read the book of Acts, you just, you just don't see them being filled with the Spirit. You, you don't know how they did it. You don't know what happened. Hallelujah. Praise God. But then I explain the new birth, the baptism. Amen. So that by the time we get to this place, you will understand how to walk in it. You will know what you already have. Because you can you can function in what you don't know. And that's why I first told you about the new birth. And I told you about the baptism. Hallelujah. So, the fullness of the Spirit is for every believer. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, it says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Speaking to yourselves in psalms. Now, the Psalms here is not the same Psalm in the Old Testament. No. Praise God. No. Hallelujah. Now, because if you read the Psalms in the Old Testament, you're going to find other times where it talks about, Lord, keep my enemies, uh, fight against those who fight against me. You, you can't be singing down to the Lord and you get filled with the Holy Ghost. Like, fight against those who fight against me. Oh, hallelujah. No, no, no. <laughs> that can get you filled. Praise the Lord. Of course, there are other amazing words that the psalmist David gave. Praise the Lord. But you see, the book of Psalm has been fulfilled because Jesus Christ explained himself. But we, you are to sing psalms because you have the indwelling of the Spirit. Remember I said that you are to release these things as they come from your spirit. Praise God. So, Psalms, hymns are spiritual songs. Both psalms and both hymns in this context are spiritual songs. Hallelujah. Now it says, Do not be not drunk with wine, wearing its excess. Now, what happens? Have you seen a man drunk? A drunk man. Right? The man gets drunk because he did something consistently. He drank a strong drink. He didn't just drink small and left it. No, he, he, he kept drinking until he got to a point where they did, um, the drink took over. Where the drink began to control him. And then we can say, oh, this man is drunk. Until the drink controls the man. We don't say the man is drunk. We know a man is drunk. Because he's under the influence of a strong drink. Praise God. So Paul is using that scenario to explain what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost. When you are under the influence of the Spirit. When you are under the divine atmosphere, the divine influence of the Holy Ghost. Then we can tell that a man is, is filled with the Spirit. Now, a drunk man, after a man that is drunk, what happens to that man? He began to say things. What things? Things that are in his subconscious mind. The things that are in his heart, which he has hidden for long. He begins to say that without him knowing what he was saying. Why? Because the drink has taken a hold of his subconscious mind. So, that subconscious mind begins to speak you see that now begins to release words sometimes you, you find it, the, the drunk man telling secrets of his heart telling how he feels the grudges the things he has hidden from people he begins to release those words to the public why because he's drunk he's under the influence of a strong drink so, these are words that are in his innermost being, his heart, his subconscious, what he was not aware of, but they are there. They are words that are inside the drunk man, the drunk fellow, the drunk fellow, but he is not aware of them. 
He has not taken cognizance of these things. So because he's drunk, he finds himself uttering those words without control. At that moment, he's under the influence of alcohol. So he's speaking by the influence of the alcohol, of a strong drink. Hallelujah. So Paul used the scenario to explain what it means to be filled with the Holy Ghost. He says, Be not drunk with wine, wearing his excess, but be filled with the spirits. Hallelujah. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Glory to God. So, how can you tell that you are filled with the spirits? When the Spirit of God takes charge. When the Spirit of God gives you the supply of the Spirit. When you take from the things of the Spirit within you. Hallelujah. Do you know that prophecies are words inspired of the Holy Ghost? Now the question is, are those words there? Those words, they are already, they are not new words. They have been there in the spirit, in your heart. Because the spirit of God lives in you, those words are there. You see that? That's why he said, desire to prophesy. Desire to want to speak words by the Holy Ghost. Because these words are there. They have been there already. You see, the spirit of God knows all things. He knows the future. There's nothing new with the Spirit. Those words are dear already. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. So, when you are under the influence of the Holy Ghost, when you are inundated with the Holy Ghost, you will start releasing those words. You will start speaking forth those words that are in the Spirit in your heart. Hallelujah. It is you functioning in the supply of the Spirit. When the Spirit of God furnishes you up with tongues. And you can tell this thing boiling inside you. You can tell this thing welling inside you. They are all coming up. Rising on the inside. And you start speaking forth. Praise God. But Paul said, how do you get filled? He said, speaking to yourselves. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. So how do you begin? You start speaking in the Holy Ghost. You start singing in the Holy Ghost. It, usually it, it begins with worship. Hallelujah. This is a singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. It begins with worship. He has risen from the dead. He is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Oh, is Lord, is Lord, Elamarea Bare, is Lord, Emekawa, he is living from the dead, he is Lord. Oh, every knee, every knee. Shall bow every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. I am not a nilly but danza de la Shada de Shada de la Hea Hega in a cosala Hera Tera Vega Zadea. Oh, Hela was Shada Vega Hosazera Tara de la See, just this few seconds, I'm just singing. I already feel like prophesying. It, 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 it's a natural state. This is our life. Hallelujah. You see, when you are in a state like this, you will find that that sadness is gone. That situation that you think can't be changed. That situation you think cannot be changed. You begin to see from the perspective of the spirit concerning it. That challenging, that trial that you are giving, that you are describing, 
That thing that is happening, they are describing it. Oh, this is happening. The right words begin to come from your spirit. You begin to tell forth what the spirit of God is saying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to speak forth words about the Holy Ghost. And God does not speak defeat. No. God's words speak words that wait. Words that propel you forward. Words that propel you upwards. He said, I will send forth my words. And it shall not return to me void. As God's word is released in you in that very hour. He can't return to you void. It says, it shall prosper in it that I send it. God's word prospers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, desire to prophesy. You desire to prophesy. This thing begins by worship. Learn to worship the Lord. How do you worship the Lord? By magnifying God. Sometimes you can start with tongues. Praise God. Paul said, I will sing with the Spirit. And I will sing with my understanding also. I will pray with the Spirit. And I will pray with my understanding. Hallelujah. It is the Spirit of God will do it. It is I will. Because I say, what is of the Spirit belongs to you. What belongs to the Spirit belongs to you. What the Spirit has, you have. So you personalize it. This is why he says, I will sing with the Spirit. He didn't say the Spirit will sing through me. He says, I will sing with the Spirit. Okay, let's let do something. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Pray, pray, pray. Glory to God. Now, question. Did you say, oh, pastor, I, I'm going to wait for the Spirit of God to speak through me? No, you just spoke. Why? Because the Spirit of God is yours. So you spoke in tongues. The same way you prophesy. The same way you sing in the spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it, it is to take from the spirit of God inside you. The word feel is from the Greek word pleru. To replete. Praise God. To cause an overflow. To take what the spirit of God is giving. And let it replace your life. Let it inundate you. Let it take over. So don't let that worry take over you. To be overwhelmed by it. No. It says be overwhelmed with the spirit. Have you seen people who are sad? Who always grumble? Who look old? They are always overwhelmed with circumstances of life. They are always overwhelmed with their problems, with their challenges, with what they are going through. They are always overwhelmed. So guess what? They have a countenance. Sadness. Anger. Worry. They are never happy. Because what they are going through has overwhelmed them. It has taken a charge of them. It has inundated them. So the expression on their faces is as a result of what is going on inside them. But when a child of God is overwhelmed with the Holy Ghost, when you are inundated with the Holy Ghost, the expression is joy. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That is the expression, joy. He said, he that is seated in the heavens shall laugh. Who is he that is seated in the heaven? The child of God. We are seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I am seated in Christ. That is my heavenly place. So I laugh. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, rest, so joy is how we know you are filled. This is why joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Glory to God. So it says being on data with the Holy Ghost. 
Amen. So it is not something that you do for a while, like I just worship, I just sang in the spirit. Listen, I have I have sung multiple songs by the Holy Ghost, which I'm going to release when time is right. Multiple songs. Sometimes I may be in my bathroom, I, I just feel this urge in my spirit. Why? Because I'm always conscious of what I have inside me. I'm always conscious of what the Spirit of God is doing inside me. What is doing within me? You see, when we talk about the realm of the spirit, we're talking about the realm of the spirit is inside you. What, of course, we have the realm of the spirit because we're talking about the spirit. We, we have evil spirits. Praise God, we have foul spirit. We are spirit of God. And all these have their realms. Praise God. But as a child of God, the only realm you should be conscious of is the realm inside you. Is the realm of God within you. Is the realm of the spirit within you. So always be conscious of it. As you are conscious, you are aware of the happenings. So you can tell what the Spirit of God is bringing that song. <laughs> you can tell what the Spirit of God is bringing that message. You can tell what the Spirit of God is bringing that prophetic words for your life, for your ministry, for your finances, for your relationship, for your church, for that brother. You can tell. I'm always aware. No, I'm always aware. Do you know why? Because I am conscious, ever conscious of what the Spirit of God is doing in me. It's called Christ consciousness. Christ in you consciousness. So you must learn to be aware, conscious of Christ in you. You have the Spirit of God in you. Hallelujah. God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our heart, crying, Abba, Father. So the Father lives in you by the Spirit. So be aware of what the Spirit of God is doing inside you. Never, ever, ever, ever lose sight of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Cantabara. It is all there is. Hallelujah. It is all there is. Glory to God. The Holy Ghost is everything. It is God's answer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, just like as the just as the drunk fellow takes the first bottle of strong wine the second one and that thing begins to you know begins to move him he first starts by saying a lot of nonsense things you know he starts speaking and people say ha ha you, you are drunk and he say no no he, he first started now i'm not drunk and he takes the next one then and he starts staggering he, he starts staggering and yeah you know at the point you get away he starts singing in the holy ghost and, and you can tell that thing is taking over but you, you can tell but you can know in your spirit that it's not your time hallelujah so you just get going glory to god hallelujah hallelujah in the tongue as a singing tongue that thing just you know it is it's happening you get so it's something that you keep doing you keep doing as you continue boy you just feel the anointing of the holy ghost like a clothing this time jesus says jesus said carry on to you be endued to be endued means to be clothed so you can tell when the holy the anointing when you are clothed with the anointing, it's like a smearing. It's like you're put on a garment. And on the same garment that only you can feel. You see, you feel the power of the Holy Ghost, but you know the presence of the Holy Ghost. You don't feel the presence, you know the presence, but you can feel the power. Praise God. We don't feel God's presence, we know God's presence. But we can feel God's power. This is how we lay hands on people. They fall under the power. Why? Because they can feel. It's a touch. It's a ministration. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, learn to be conscious of what the Spirit of God is doing inside you. Be Spirit conscious. Be Christ conscious. Always be aware. Hallelujah. Always be aware. Always be aware. Glory to God. Always be aware. Always be aware. Always be aware. Praise the Lord. Always be aware. You become conscious of it. You put your mind right there. You look into it. 
You don't know. He, you, you, you see, you see, the, the, the Spirit of God lives in you. And you must trust Him to always guide you. You must trust Him to always show you the way. You must trust Him to always put you in the path that you ought to follow. Very, very important. Hallelujah. Trust Him. Praise the Lord. Trust Him. And I tell you that you are going to experience an everyday victory parade. When you are conscious of the Spirit of God inside you, you won't lose sight of the happiness that is inside you. Sometimes, you know, we are focused on what is happening around us and it affects the way we do things sometimes. But when we are conscious of what is happening inside us, we are the one that affect what is happening. Not what is happening affects us. We affect what is happening. We can dictate what is happening. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So desire. Desire it. Praise God. To be filled with the Spirit is God's will for you. To be filled with the Spirit is God's plan for your life. Hallelujah. It is understanding what the will of the Lord is. Glory to God. So learn to sing with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Learn to sing with the Spirit. How? Sometimes it may begin with your favorite worship song. That worship song you love, it just flow. Hallelujah. For example, there's one song I love so much. Oh, it's wonderful. It's Jesus. 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 Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I sing that song. I, I begin to sing in the tongue. Hallelujah, 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 you become inundated by the Holy Ghost. And you're going to find yourself speaking words. And guess what? It's just not limited to prophecy. All the nine gifts of the Spirit. You have access to all nine gifts of the Spirit. As long as you have the Holy Ghost in you, you have access to the things of the Spirit. Glory to God forever. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I encourage you, I encourage you, sing with the Spirit. Pray in tongues. Sometimes as you pray in tongues, desire to prophesy. Praise God. And this is why, and of course, the, the, the kind of songs you sing matters. This is why you must update your, your worship list, your gospel songs, of course. The worship, update them with songs. That are uh, sung from the standpoint of resurrection and redemption. Praise God. You, you, you don't want to be singing. Naimde duam. Naimde duam. Holy Ghost do something. Holy Ghost do me something. No, no, you, you need to sing songs that magnify God. No, those songs are good and there's nothing wrong with them. Okay, But you want to experience the overflow of the Spirit of God in your life. Then you must learn to prioritize it. Okay? By prioritizing what you listen to. Hallelujah. It's important. Praise God. Get spiritual songs. Get them, listen to them over and over again. Pray with them. Pray with them. Sing in tongues. Sing in tongues. Okay? As you do this, 
you'll find that the more you do it, the more you get used to it. It becomes a lifestyle for you. For example, I don't struggle to do it because it's something that I have come to know that I have. And you have it because you have the Spirit of God. Praise God. So you can pray in tongues because you have the Spirit. You can prophesy because you have the Spirit. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost because you have the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is God's answer. The answer to everything is God's Spirit. Hallelujah. Hope you are blessed tonight. Lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Give Him praise. Magnify Him. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. Thank Him for the Word. Thank Him. Give Him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, next week, Sunday, same time, 5 p.m., we're going to have another amazing time in God's Word. Ensure you prepare your hearts, ensure you clear schedule so you can join us again on Word Up next week sunday hallelujah it's gonna be an amazing time just as always has been praise the lord have an amazing week and do enjoy the rest of the day bye bye and god bless